That was the stock market opening bell for Nikola Corporation an Arizona-based company that designs and plans to manufacture hydrogen-based electric trucks. It finished its first week as a publicly traded company, and the stock has generated a lot of buzz. Fun fact, Nikola got its name from the same inventor that Tesla took its name from. Nikola Tesla was a Serbian electrical engineer, and while Elon Musk took his last name, the first name went to the trucking company. And its name is pronounced like... Nikola is in the same camp like Tesla, but for trucks. And since Tesla and in general electric car technologies rely on recharging batteries, they have also been unable to make this viable solution for larger vehicles that care about long haul and cannot carry all that weight. That's where Nikola and hydrogen fuel cell technology comes into play. I have known about the fuel cell technology but the large amount of investor hype for a scalable clean energy transportation solution got me pretty excited. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mile Wide Inch Deep, a podcast covering a wide range of topics that I am passionate about. I am your host, Nagaraju Bandaru, along with co-host Shivani. Today's episode, Green Hydrogen, Reality or Hype? covers hydrogen, technology for our energy needs, gray and blue versus green hydrogen, how green hydrogen technology works, and the scalability challenges associated with production, storage, and delivery, and the consumption models. Out of investment interest, I'll also share a few stocks that could be worth watching as maturity of this technology unfolds. Shivani, welcome back. I know you didn't like much of chemistry in high school. Do you know what hydrogen is? Well, thanks for highlighting my dislike for chemistry on air. I do remember a little bit about hydrogen. It's the first element on the periodic table, and in its purest form, it's a light, colorless gas. But it forms a liquid at very low temperatures. Don't they actually use hydrogen as rocket propellant? That is impressive, and you are correct. Liquefied hydrogen and oxygen are used to generate enormous amounts of thrust to propel a space shuttle out of the Earth's orbit. Not only that. Hydrogen also holds tremendous potential as a source of energy for our daily activities, driving, heating our houses, and maybe a lot more. However, there are no natural hydrogen deposits on Earth. It has to be extracted from other compounds by a chemical process. Most of the scalable processes today are available for blue and gray hydrogen, which is not environmentally friendly and we haven't achieved the technological maturity to produce green hydrogen at scale yet. Maybe you can take a minute to explain the difference between gray, blue, and green hydrogen. Sure. The vast majority of industrial hydrogen that is currently produced is from natural gas. In this method, methane, a natural gas, reacts with high-temperature steam in the presence of a catalyst. This produces hydrogen and additionally carbon dioxide. As natural gas is relatively cheap, the hydrogen produced is also relatively cheap. However, this process, called the SMR process, has a considerable disadvantage of releasing large quantities of CO2 into the atmosphere. And we all know that CO2 is well known to be a highly significant greenhouse gas. The blue hydrogen is made in the same way, but the carbon capture technologies prevent CO2 from being released, enabling the captured carbon to be safely stored deep underground 
or utilized in other industrial processes. As its name suggests, green hydrogen is the cleanest variety, producing zero carbon emissions. It is produced using electrolysis, powered by renewable energy, like offshore wind, to produce a clean and sustainable fuel. How does green hydrogen generation work? Green hydrogen is produced by the electrolysis of water, using an electric current to break water, H2O, into its component elements of hydrogen and oxygen. If this electric current is produced by a renewable source, like a solar photovoltaic cell or a wind turbine, the clean hydrogen produced is known as green hydrogen. If renewable energy is used to generate electricity for electrolysis of water, then green hydrogen can be generated without any harmful emissions. Our ability to produce large quantities of green hydrogen will play a major role in providing an alternative to fossil fuels as we transition to low emissions and work towards a clean, healthy environment. With electric cars becoming more and more popular, we need to rethink our strategy for electricity generation if we're going to support the increased amount of EV drivers that will be on the road needing to charge their electric cars. Through the use of green hydrogen, we can foresee a sustainable future in handling this increased demand. Green hydrogen today is expensive compared to production of hydrogen via fossil fuels, and the electricity generation costs need to come down by 50 to 70% for green hydrogen technology to be viable at scale. California today has about 6,000 light-duty hydrogen vehicles, and it's a pretty good prototype that shows that they can run about 250 miles per tank full of hydrogen. And it only takes three to five minutes to refuel the tank. Hydrogen is dispensed by weight and measured in kilograms, with one kilogram containing the energy equivalent of 0.8 gallons of diesel. Unfortunately, all of this hydrogen is largely made from natural gas today. It's time to get serious about green hydrogen. Many think that the world cannot be fully decarbonized in the long term without green hydrogen and producing vast quantities of green H2 that the world would need would require an absolutely massive amount of renewable energy. So it is in that respect that it is pretty exciting to see and hear about the stories such as Nikola, which offer the promise to transform the status quo. Going back to Nikola, what was all the hype about? Did they have any trucks on the road yet? No. Actually, Nikola does not have anything yet. It's just promised land. They announced that they are opening up reservations later this month for a hydrogen fuel cell electric pickup truck that is designed to compete with the Ford F-150. Their promise is to deliver heavy-duty fuel cell vehicles that are green technology-based with a range and fuel time identical to diesel-based vehicles today. Nikola's deployment strategy includes renewable power generation via solar and wind and transported very similar to gasoline or diesel. And existing filling station infrastructure can be used to meet the transportation demands as well. All pretty exciting. That sounds super innovative. So are you buying into the hype? Did you buy any stock? No, not yet. They seem too premature and too early for my risk tolerance. However, it got me looking into other hydrogen technology companies, and some of them are already producing blue hydrogen, and they can easily transition and take advantage of established supply chains and partnerships. One of them is NEL. NEL is a leading Norwegian company 
that delivers optimal solutions to produce, store, and distribute hydrogen from renewable energy. And they are partnering with Nikola too. Similarly, Cummins, the European company, recently acquired Hydrogenix, a leader in fuel cell and hydrogen production technology, and seems to be pretty lowly valued from a PE ratio perspective. Another company, APD, is also interesting, but many of these are old school companies and the market may be undervaluing them at this point. I'll add all of these to my stock tracker as I look to boost my portfolio of green economy stocks. That is so exciting. I'm gonna keep tracking Nikola. Who knows, it might hit $500 before we know it. We'll just have to wait and see. That's it folks for this episode. As usual, thanks for listening and also hit that subscribe button on the Apple podcast. Send us any feedback at feedback at milewideinchdeep.com. Thank you for listening.